Hey, all of you amazing, fantastic people out there. Welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. I'm Lee. I am a very tired man. <laughs> and I'm Chuck, and you did not redeem yourself with that, Lee. Not at all. <laughs> I honestly had no idea I what sent to say. I text message to the both of you the other night saying I was retiring that, and you just keep rolling with it. Keep rolling with it. You can have All it. Right. It's yours. Do whatever you Thanks. want with it. You're welcome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to come up with something ridiculous for next time. Anyway. Yeah, the next yeah, time it so- will be Will. He'll say it four more times, then Lee will steal that one, too. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, actually, I've been saying that for about two years. and Right. Yeah. Right. That's why I like mine. Hi. I'm Chuck. <laughs> so monotone. Just uh. straight to the point. Well, as we're talking about the point, what are we doing? Uh, yeah, what the is point of this now? is we're doing Obi Wan Kenobi oh, Part Five today. That old chestnut. That old chestnut. Oh boy. Yeah. Wow. So I haven't talked to you at all because apparently you've been on vacation. Yeah. Um. So I have. I. I, I have a feeling, by the way you just responded, that you didn't really care for this episode. So why don't you elaborate a little bit? I didn't care for the way that it played out. <laughs> Why? Because the Grand Inquisitor's back? I told you no, so. No, 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 no. I could care less about the Grand Inquisitor being back. Oh, I, yeah. No, no. You you were so excited I wanted to him see to be the last dead. episode. I wanted him to be dead because I just wanted to rub it in your face. But now he's alive, so whatever. Now you can't. I, I could care mm-hmm. less. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm more talking about the way that this episode ended. I don't understand why it had to end with Luke sleeping. It made hmm. zero sense. None. Why did that not make sense? Well, it just shows here's this unexpecting, you know, child that has no idea what's coming after him right now. Nothing is coming for him. Mm. Nothing mm. is coming for him. Nothing happens. Nothing yeah, happens. You have some to him. memory of it, and we have a memory of Star what Wars. happens. We right, know this is, what this happens is, to Luke. Nothing right. happens to him until until you know Owen and, and and his aunt die. Like nothing happens to him for a good decade. But it's like right. it ominously shows him sleeping in his bed. Like yeah. and 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 you have Organa, you know, on his little hologram thing going, "Oh, I'll check in on the boy. We don't know it." Like no, stop. Yes, we do know what's going on. We know exactly what's going on. We know exactly what's coming for him and when. Nothing is going to happen right now. So why even show this? This is absolutely pointless. This goes along with what I was saying before about why make a show about Better Call Saul, about, you know, Saul good, man. Um, If we already know that things don't get as bad as they do later on, you know, well, because they want to give an origin. Okay, I get it. So we know where this is going. This is the problem with making any type of prequel or anything in the middle is the stakes are not high. These are two completely different things. The stakes are not high because we know that things, you know, we know how things are going to end. The stakes you know, were that's high. The stakes were high when the story was about Leia. No, how? Why? Because we know that she knows nothing about who Obi Wan Kenobi is and lives her life. And right, then, but I, like, I, I'm with but Will there was no, but there was no this... backstory. Hang on, let me finish. There was no backstory with Leia specifically. There is a Mm-mm. backstory with Luke. He is a he is he he works on a farm. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to be there. He wants to go you know, shoot womp rats and, and, right. and do and the whole did, thing. And, that is that is not this this episode ended so ominously that it's leading you to believe that something big is going to happen with his character, something to develop his character into who he's supposed to become. That oh, doesn't no, no, happen. No. no. So when we first started talking about what this show would even be like before we even saw it, we we're like, well we know that nothing crazy is gonna happen to Luke because he is totally unassuming, unexpecting anything. So we thought the way that something that the was going to be happening. Out, Listen, the but we music, thought that how ominous it is. They're talking about right. protecting the boy. It's emotional manipulation on a character that we know nothing happens to. No, what it's doing is it's basically saying, "Hey, now the fight is going back to Tatooine, and this is where Kenobi's going to have to do what he has to do, be a hermit in order to protect him." Y- yeah, but but the point is. We knew that this was going to happen. We, no, we assumed didn't. when we listen before the show even came out, we assumed that all this stuff was going to be happening. And Luke just doesn't even know what's going on. It's all happening in the background. And Luke is just going to be like over there just playing with his little toy spaceship. And that's it. While everything happens, that's what we expected this show to be 
from day one. But that's from day, not what from the show, negative. That, that's not what the show has been. No, it's not. It but it's what we expected. Little, so I'm not. It, 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 everything. Well, not everything about the show, but like a direct point of the show changed within thirty seconds, and it doesn't make any sense. No, it's the same thing we expected. It's just that now that we've been getting so used to like, oh, here's where they're going into doing something with Leia. We're like, why are they going back to Luke now? Okay, well, because Luke shouldn't know anything that's going on. Luke's not involved in any of this. He's just a farm boy. Whereas Leia, yeah, whereas Leia is has been part of the rebellion, you know, when we see her and all that stuff. So, yeah, things are happening, but it's just um, it's this is what we expected. So you I'm have not surprised this epic at all. five episode build of Reva as a character and, and mm-hmm. it finally kind of pays off. She doesn't mm-hmm. die by the end of this episode, and oh, we just have to cut bait right there and immediately pivot to a sleeping Luke in his bed for no reason at all. <laughs> what? It's just to show us that they're eventually going to get back to Tatooine now, you know, in the show, not just have you know Obi Wan show back up. Like it's going to end they could on have Tatooine. Done that. They could have done that saying. by ending it with Reva looking at the hologram, mm-hmm. and then ending the episode and then starting the next episode with them heading to Tatooine. Yeah. And it would have accomplished the exact same goal. They so could have. I agree. So Why would they have to head to your, Tatooine? To, what does Vader know about Tatooine right now? The only person who knows nothing. anything about Tatooine right now is Reva. No one else no, knows Vader anything. Vader knows a lot about Tatooine, especially, especially at Sand. That's true. But, it's coarse. Um, sure. But, it gets yeah. everywhere. Yeah, um, it's hot. But to, to your your better your better call Saul reference though, that would make sense if we were watching this, and it was happening to Luke, right? Then what you're saying would make sense. We don't know, like like Lou was saying, we don't know Leia's no, backstory. So no, we don't I'm not know talking about backstories to- as much as I'm talking more about the stakes are not high because we know how this ends up. We know that Leia's not going to get hurt. We know that Luke's not going to get hurt. We know that Obi Wan's not going to die. Like we know these things because we know that later on they're totally fine and unassuming. So, so that's, when that's you're talking about is. Better Call Saul, do we know what happens to Kim? I don't remember. I didn't. I didn't go after the second season. I don't think. I don't know. I stopped watching it. Okay. Well, then maybe I, not I make, remember. Then maybe, then, I remember then his may, brother then having. Then maybe not bring that up. <laughs> yeah. All I'm saying is because yeah, the stakes I, are I, incredibly high. I, I know that, but my point is, and the stakes have been high in this TV in this series so far. Just how high? High with Rava, high enough, you know. With Rava, okay, yeah, a character that we never see again or with, hear about. Well, just like just like in Rogue, Rogue One, One. Stakes, exactly. Stakes, One stakes were pretty high, but the, it hasn't revolved around Luke, so we don't need we don't need that again. I think no, that's where he's going with it. Is it's like why bring in Luke when we don't care right now? Yes, I agree with that. My point is, we expected this to happen, so I'm not surprised. I I never once expected this (laughs) to happen. Okay. Maybe being on Tatooine and then seeing stuff and seeing Yeah, because everything takes place on Tatooine. Yeah. But they centralized him in this. Like, they centralized him. Exactly. They made him a focal point for no reason Mm -hmm. other than, hey, look, it's Luke. Mm hmm. Yay. Yep. Remember Luke? Mm hmm. That that's exactly what it is. Remember Luke, because that's what's about to go down. I was like, he is about to be, um, basically the target. A no, target for whom? I, I, for Rava, for some reason. She's against Vader. She tried to kill him. So why would he become a target? I don't know, and that's why I'm confused as to why Obi Obi Wan was like, I'm something's wrong. Something's wrong. What? Just Rava was stabbed or Rava found the communicator? Because there's a reason why the communicator was there. So I'm wondering where, they, where they're trying to go with this. Like, I'm looking at it saying, hmm, I don't really get it. So it seems as though, based on, you know, watching it a second time around, the whole point of it is that they're just getting into, okay, well, somebody's on their way to go attack Luke. We know that they're not going to get him, but that's how they're laying this out. But who and why and yeah, I don't know. I'm just it is it is odd that they did it the way they did it. But I'm not surprised that they're bringing it back to Tatooine and Luke's going to be in the background, you know, or a focal point that never actually connects with whatever's coming after him. Which that right there is the point. It's 
it's that one aspect for me is like it's not needed don't do it yeah well <clears throat> next time you can direct an episode of of something star wars i'm guessing if one of the three <laughs> of us directed something from marvel right now or disney plus it would be better than the most of that we've been watching lately i agree mm, with this <laughs> we might run into some continuity errors though no, no, I'm guessing fans have better continuity than the directors do. <laughs> Far better. Now, I, I always thought, and I was thinking about it for a while. I would not introduce anything Skywalker to the series other than Vader. Like, he would be the only thing remotely attached. Like, that, that would be it. I would not introduce Luke. I would not introduce Leia. It causes way no, too See, I, I don't mind Leia because she, there's so much that could have happened. And she is part of, you know... She is part of a family who's part of the Senate, who's part of everything that's going on. So she is going to run into conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, would I have made her so close to Obi Wan? Absolutely. To, to, you know, to our point no. earlier, where you know she doesn't really know him in A New Hope. No, but an issue could have happened. For me, I would have, I would have kept it where she was taken, and it took six episodes to actually rescue her. Right, because then Qui-Gon would come in with this particular set of skills, and then she wouldn't have been taken anymore. She, he would take her back. Right. Trust the Force. Um, so anyway, um, let's... That was one thing I was going to say, is I think that production companies, whether it's music or movies, should have like a department that all their job is to do is to, um, is to check for continuity. Um, when it comes to music, the continuity department. Yes, yes, the continuity department. They have people who just sit there and just watch everything. This should be our job. We should create Let this, this entire and podcast bring it... be our application for the continuity department yes. for Marvel. Yes, yes, <laughs> we want to be part of of Disney's continuity department, <laughs> so we can oh, help out. Speaking, we would, get, we would get an entire script for a movie and just highlight the entire script and say, "No, you need to do it again. You need to do this yeah. completely." Just over. like, just this like I think when it comes. No sense. When, when it comes to music production, if a band or an artist is making a song, they should have somebody whose job is just to make sure they're not ripping somebody off completely. Like, hmm, like that Joe Satriani song and the Coldplay song, which is literally the exact same melody, just a different key. It's like, um, it's like, it, it's, have you, it's like, uh, well, if that was the case, oh, speaking if that of, was speaking the case, we wouldn't have gotten, you know, half of Zep 1 and 2. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of production companies, Will, did you hear that uh, Sony's giving up all Spider-Man rights to Disney Plus to start airing it on Disney Plus? Are they really? He keeps Wait. saying all, like, it sounds like you're saying two different things. All rights to Spider-Man, but you're saying to also just, just, to, d- just Disney Plus. Yeah, so it's not all rights. It just sounds like all it's rights. rights to air it on Disney Plus. Yeah, so, so I would just say the rights Raimi to films air are going to be on Disney Plus. Raimi mm-hmm. films... The Garfield universe. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I think right about Garfield now, the cat. Because so right now, because right now, all the animation is on Disney Plus, but the five movies, mm-hmm. eight movies are not. That's just, that, I'm guessing. That's interesting. All eight be, they'll all eight be on there soon. That's cool. Yeah, I thought. I thought. I thought that the um the MCU ones were on there at one point. Nope, never. Okay, but we also mentioned that the Netflix uh, Marvel shows just disappeared. Yeah, they're only on Amazon Prime now. Yeah. Which is weird. Very weird. Netflix because they made Disney a big Plus. thing about that and putting it on Disney. They even made it so if you have Disney Plus, you had to log in with like an adult account in order to see those things even pop up because they were TVMA. So they took them down and they put them on Amazon Prime? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Weird, right? I no idea. No idea. I'm going to mm. look into that. Mm. Actually, our, our response would be, because... <laughs> I'm gonna look into anyway. it. Just because I mean I mean you think about it, they they started introducing Netflix Marvel actors and characters. That's so, so why did they take it away? Why it's so stupid? Yeah, I don't know. Um, no idea. But and I'll be honest, get... Netflix does better with their TV shows than Disney Plus does. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Just disappointing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, you want to kick so, us off with this? I will kick us off. All so the right. whole episode, I mean, you get your recap and everything just to get you back on track here, but they open with a flashback. Now, <laughs> I already talked to Chuck about this very minimally uh, last night. that you would hate this. 
Yeah, so yeah, okay, good. <laughs> beca- because because there's a way around it, they could have been so much better. So it opens with a flashback, and this is around Attack of the Clones time. And, and it's just the two of them basically getting ready to kind of spar with their lightsabers. This is a massive you know? problem. Two, <laughs> this is a massive problem. It's been who? like 20 years. And they both look 20 hey, years older. <laughs> I mean, hey, they didn't, they didn't do a bad job with, with Ewan. But like, the, but, but because he's got a beard, they gave him a funny wig, you know, and colored okay, it all to differently. All the, to That's all the fine. people listening, who is two of them? You just said the two of them. Which two yeah, of them? So Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Attack of the Clones time. Now, my question is this. Now, if they wanted to make this a little less obvious... Two things they could have done. One, they could have, they could have done it around the time of Sith, like early on, you know... Um, or even better, do it around the Clone Wars time, like the TV show, because that could have been a different time that we haven't seen these characters, um, you know, on like live action. And at that point, it would have been great because um, Anakin's hair would have been a bit longer. So that could help cover the face a little bit. And he would have the scar on his eye again, cover the face. If they just did that, that that and did it around that time, that would have fixed him looking old. A lot. I'm going to cut straight to the point and say that this is Disney and they did such an amazing job with Luke out of the Mandalorian that this does not seem like it should be that big of a deal. This this, this, For some reason, this just does not feel like it should be a very difficult thing to accomplish to make Hayden Christensen look 20 years younger. But he didn't. He looked like a wrinkly man in his 40s and it was awful. (laughs) I just don't understand. You and McGregor look younger too. I don't understand that how they did this scene where Hayden Christensen legit looks older than Ewan McGregor is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, okay. do, you, do you think they actually used any computer like generation it stuff on the face? It didn't look like it, it. It didn't. I mean, I would almost appreciate that. I mean, don't go all Lucas crazy with it, but I mean, they could have they could have done something there, but I think the reality is a practical effect, a super cheap and practical effect would have just to do it during the Clone Wars time. It would have made a lot more sense. It would have made so much more sense than to try to do it during when, you know, he was, you know, little little short hair with a braid type thing. Like, that was just a really dumb idea. They could have I made still it look stand so much behind better. this. They could have cast, recast <laughs> you, um, Hayden Christensen for this one episode and then left him out the other five. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, he's getting way too much praise for this. He doesn't need to get uh, yeah, I mean, hey, maybe they could have gotten Jake Lloyd to play him instead. Sure. I mean, the kid was born in 89. I didn't even realize that. Um, the one who, who actually played Anakin in the first one. That would have been interesting to bring him back. <laughs> Look, I'm finally in something again. <laughs> Wasn't he in... Um, oh, he was definitely in something else. Oh, um, was he the one in, in uh, uh, Jingle All the Way? Yes. He was, right? Yep. Yeah, that would have been interesting. I don't know. <laughs> to bring him back. Yeah, it was definitely Jingle All the Way and a few other things, but yeah, I thought so. All right, he so... Looks like a, he looks like a druggie in half his pictures now. <laughs> <laughs> He's got, like, the, the blank stare, like... <laughs> anyway. Oh. Uh, it's it's kind of like why they didn't bring... Um, bring uh, John Connor back. Why didn't well, we like, Eddie Furlong? Did, yeah. What do you say? <laughs> That's a sad. <laughs> that's a sad uh, story. Oh man, Eddie Furlong. Anyway, Eddie Furlong. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that yep. wouldn't work. There he is. <laughs> that wouldn't work at all. But sorry, kid, you have to lose the goatee. Yeah. Um. All right, so they do this whole flashback. They go back and forth. They're not really getting into much except I for like hey, the we're, story we're... that they tell with the flashbacks. Fantastic. They did a great job yeah. with parallels liked, in this episode. I like the story that they were telling with the flashback. Yeah, they did a great job, you know, having it go parallel with the story we're seeing here and seeing like that Obi-Wan can read Vader still because he remembers how he was. And he's, of course, going to make the same mistakes because, you know, it's, it goes right Is back to... Is that what to, you got out of it? Oh, yeah. I got out of it that it was Vader having the flashbacks and he remembers what Obi-Wan told him, which is why he saw her coming at the end. Mm, it, it, it's a combination of the two, but he saw her coming, but he didn't see the ship thing, which was fantastic. And so I'm sitting there laughing it out depends loud. On which, wait, it depends on which flashback you're talking about. Well, it's all the same flashback. It's just, it's the same flashback, just cutting in the and out of the The Order 66 flashback? 
No. No, no, no. The, no. The one with the, him. The, their the little duel. The their little duel. Because if you're talking that about happens. if you're talking about the Order sixty six flashback, it depends. That's it, the it, one that's it, for Rava. It, it, it depends. Yeah. Well, it might be Rava, or it could be Anakin, which is why, mm-hmm. to, to Chuck's point, he saw her coming. So if you're talking about right. that flashback, I agree with you. But if you're talking about yeah. like the sparring, I think it was pretty yeah. clear that it was Obi Wan having that flashback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of where we go. But the whole point is. After we go through this little flashback thing, nothing's really said except for setting the premise of what's going on there. They're they're sparring, and Vader's just staring out of his ship. Third sister pops in, and he's like, hello, third sister. She comes in, whatever, and basically just gets promoted right there because she did such a good job, promoted to Grand Inquisitor. And their plan is to go to Jabim to capture Kenobi because that's where the tracker is stating that he is. So... We get back over there, we get to Jabim, and we see Kenobi, Tala, and Leia, they're returning. And Haja's there. He's surprised to see him, but you realize that, you know, all the refugees are, are there, and their plan is to, like, let's get these ships ready to go so they can all escape. They need to, they need to get off this rock. Um, and then Vader or, orders uh, for Lola to lock the place down, which basically Lola goes into a vent system, cuts a bunch of wires, and this whole place locks down so they can't get their ship out, even if it was ready to go. They ain't going nowhere. No, they're stuck there. Yep. You know, and, you know, ice chips is, is you know, like, you know, what are we going to do? Um, oh, it was crushed you know, ice. It's ice chips today. Ice chips. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I, one thing I missed the first time was Obi-Wan finds a, a box of lightsabers and cloaks. Are those just huh? like Jedi that, that died or are they people, are they for like I- those that are being trained up? I missed that. Where did he? Find yeah, I that? missed it the first time. Yeah. I, I saw it again, so that was yeah. kind of interesting. I didn't know if it was just those who have fallen, or it's just there for people as they grow to to take it on. Yeah, he he, or, he finds or he, both. He finds like a cache of of lightsabers and hoodies and and the good stuff, and he's just you hoodies. Know, <laughs> you got some Jedi hoodies, he, some he, Jedi swag. Jedi hoodies, some Jedi swag, <laughs> the lightsabers, and he's just looking at it in awe, like, oh my god, like look at all this stuff. So. I completely missed that. I have no idea. Yeah, no, it, I have it no wasn't idea exciting why all that like stuff that. was there. <laughs> he wasn't like, oh my God, look at all this stuff. He was more like, oh, look. Well, he kind of had the, oh, oh, oh my, he had the, oh my God, look on his face. He wasn't like a kid in a candy shop, though. Like, you just made it seem. He kind of was. <laughs> no, he wasn't. His he jaw picked it was up on the ground, like, oh my God, look at all this stuff. He looked like, you know, kid, I, I don't know. Okay. Okay, so you let's see. That entire scene, that's interesting. Hmm. So, Vader is on his way, and Obi-Wan gets it. So he starts having more flashbacks, um, and as they're, as they're fighting, um, we get this thing back and forth. And again, the parallel of this is just, I'll, I'll say like 50 times, I was so happy that they had this flashback carrying the episode. It was well done. And kind of, it was kind of like foreshadowing, telling us what was going on. It was giving us narration for what we're, we're seeing as the episode plays out, like as the the current state. Right. So what you get there at one point, um, Kenobi says, a Jedi's goal is to defend life, not take it. And of course you get Anakin, which I'll just call Vader because this is clearly Vader talk. Mercy doesn't defeat the enemy. So it's like, hmm. So his goal is just defeat, 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 take out the enemy. This is clearly after his mom died and he had to take out a bunch of, you know, Tusken Raiders. He's not Because he's just... He's not wrong. He's not but wrong. He's, but he's he's um just like when Qui-Gon was in that other movie, uh, Batman <laughs> Begins, you forgot to pay attention to your surroundings and you know you're you're too clouded by what's going on in front of you. You're not seeing the whole picture. Um Well, well he was wrong because he died via train. He was not well, paying attention to his surroundings. <laughs> right, right. You never learn to face mm-hmm. your surroundings. Hey, uh, you know, okay, I just have to say, I know that we talk about it all the time, but you know what's really funny? And I think it, it's the big deal um, about the Schumacher Batman movies. There's no Batman voice. Keaton had a Batman voice. But then suddenly when Kilmer came in, he's just like, hey, what's going on? Like his voice was identical to Bruce Wayne. Same with Clooney. Yeah. Like, they never even changed their voice to, like, get into the Batman character, which is kind of like, eh, never mind the goofy smile. I re- Somebody put the trailer up online. I watched it again. Just like, I, if I saw this trailer, I wouldn't want to watch this movie at all. It looks so dumb. But anyway, 
before you guys have your opinion about it, I'm going to move on. I, I so, thought about something uh, completely different. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anytime I see somebody die and it has something to do with a train, I just go back to speed. Oh, yeah. I'm smarter than you. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm taller. <laughs> but I'm taller. Which, which was a really bad line because I figured the whole thing about taller would be like, you know, if he was tall, that's how he would get his head knocked off. It's Dennis Harper. What? <laughs> what, uh, yeah, what no, good the, line the funniest do you part, expect to come from Dennis Harper? The, the, best, the best scene I've ever seen Dennis Harper in is when they were putting that fake eye in on Waterworld. <laughs> and he had the big crazy eyebrows. And they're like, oh yeah, it looks good, it looks good. <laughs> and he takes a look and he's like, ah! And he shoots the guy because he looks horrible. No, it was, that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. The best Dennis Harper performance of all time is Blue Velvet. Oh, geez. Moving on. Oh, we don't need to fight them. Okay, so yeah, now we're getting into this whole thing where Obi-Wan's like recognizing, okay, like we need to come up with a game plan here because we're stuck in here. So he just kind of says, we don't need to fight them. Just hold them off until we can get you all out. Good plan. So, so that would lock- imply fighting them. Well, not necessarily because that's where he says lock everything down. Because the thing is, he was saying like, we can't fight fight them, but we can lock this place down and just distract them. So, but there were also two different rooms. There was the outer door, and then there were the ones who could fight, and then the other ones, all the families hiding behind the other door, the ones that were near the ships itself. What were you going to say, Will? I, Looked like you had something. I, I, I do, and it kind of it kind of nitpicks on something that you said a couple of weeks ago, or maybe it was last week. This is very much, this is very much the resistance. You cannot, oh, yeah. you cannot mince words any longer. They are no. they they are staging a defense. They are going to fight. This is very much like a resistance. This is, now. Like well, this is how it all. It, this is yeah. This it, is the yeah. resistance now. It's you, the beginning. But he used a different. You used a different word a couple of weeks ago. What rebels? It's not the rebellion. No, the rebellion is so the resistance is people resisting. You know, arrest basically. Whereas the rebellion is people actually um, taking the offense. You know, to take take them out. I don't know, man. I would so say that's, that they're that's one the, and the same at this point. I mean, they're actively mm. they're they're actively they trying don't exist. To, they're actively trying to overthrow the empire. They want the republic to return. They're clearly, you know, have force sensitive people among their ranks that they're training, and they have these lightsabers, and they are staging what is in in offense, like in this situation, right. like it's clearly resistance rebellion. You could say the same thing. They were it's all they built were defending. On hope, so they were yeah, well that's that's we get that later. Um so yeah, whatever. I think there actually isn't there a Star Wars show Resistance too? That's like another one. I have no I didn't idea. see that one. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um There's too there's too many. There there are. Uh so the troopers arrive, they got the big guns to take down the door. Um and while they're doing that, like, hey, we need to get this door fixed, Leia's just like I'm going to need so, a ladder, you know, just like <laughs> So hold on. Typical young Leia. Okay. So when when the when the stormtroopers come up to this door and they all line up mm-hmm. and they get ready to shoot the door and then they split to let Rava walk down. Mhm. Every movie I've ever seen when you see them split, you see like a perfect line on either side. If you watch this scene, on the on one side of the stormtroopers, you have someone who's way out to the right, and then the, the line staggers on one side. And I was like, these guys are horrible. They can't make straight lines. They can't shoot. They can't hit anything accurately. It was just, it was it was fantastically, brilliantly perfect that it was awful. Um, I love that they're trying to blast this door open. It was never needed because all it took was Rava with her lightsaber to just. Oh <laughs> yeah, but, but but then it wouldn't have dramatic effect. <laughs> then they couldn't make the show. Sure. Hey, so hey, they need. It was just showing that they needed something big enough for the stormtroopers to actually hit. Right. That's from true. a short distance. Yep. From a close. And they, distance. And they hit it. They actually didn't. They, they didn't it. break through, but they hit <laughs> they it. A, they needed a big enough gun and a big enough target to hit it. Oh my god. <laughs> I I will forever love that that stupid desert scene with the two try, the two stormtroopers trying to shoot it. My to favorite shoot the can is, or whatever. My favorite is the meme of the stormtrooper trying to use the urinal and he's oh, yeah, it, on the wall right next to it. it. <laughs> uh, you ever great. see the robot chicken goofs? 
of um of all the Star of Wars I movies. Have. Oh yeah, fantastic. They had one that was just absolutely ridiculous, where they went all Benny Hill with, with the stormtroopers, <laughs> and they were just tripping and falling all over the place. Like, and just half the time they would just be tripping over nothing. There was there was one scene where they had one of the toys and the stormtrooper just standing there, nothing, just standing there on guard, and he just falls. It's this. Yep. Yep. It's no, so robot stupid. chicken fa- family guy, you know, was funny with it, but robot chicken, they they had a lot more time to focus cuz family yeah. guy was always cut cutaways whereas robot chicken is like, "Hey, let's just show a bunch of dumb things that we find funny in the Star Wars universe." I like I, think them, I, had, I like I like them I like both goofs equally, but just for some reason the robot chicken mm-hmm. ones they're oh yeah, they're, they're, they're fantastic. They're priceless. <laughs> I, lo- I love it. What was it? I, I keep thinking back to uh, <laughs> this deal's getting worse all the time. And he goes, "You'll still have to wear these clown shoes." He's like, "Ah." Oh. <laughs> then he goes back and he's like, "And you'll have to wear this rubber nose or you know squeak this rubber chicken." This deal keeps getting worse all the time. And then he keeps on coming back and like, "I've altered the deal. Pray I don't alter it any further." <laughs> like, it's hilarious. Anyway. So Trooper's there. Leia needs the ladder to get into the vent and fix the system. And Haja's basically left to babysit her, which he's like, no, not my thing. He's like, well, you have to because I'm leaving. Because he, he runs off to get this concern. I love how Ice Chips doesn't want to get on the ladder. Like, I don't have time to deal with you, princess. Like, not right now. Yeah. Just get this kid away from me. And Obi-Wan actually steps up and he's like, get her the ladder. I, you trust me? Yeah. I trust her. Get her the ladder. Yeah. Give her what she wants. Like, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Did you? I think, did you I catch think he's recognized. Did you catch what's his name's line? What was it? Taj? Is that his name? The wannabe? Haj, Haja. Yeah. Haja. He's like, now I know what it feels like to be a Jedi. Sure, yeah. and it's <laughs> like, no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> you have no idea. You don't. No. Uh, you yeah, are. that was. I, I was I was kind of expecting more from his character. You know, he popped in here and he's just kind of like he just kind of existed just to put him in the show. It seems. Well, I like that he's there for like this comic you know, relief every once in a while. Yeah. Um, he's it's in it not, enough to be okay, but he's not, he's not in it too much. I actually like his character. Mm-hmm. I think he's funny at times. I thought, they, I thought they could have gone a little bit, f- I think they could have gone a little bit further with him if that was the case. I feel like they could either take him out more or put him in more for this episode specifically. I think if they put him in more, it would have been the show a little bit more goofy than they wanted it to be. Right. Right, but I, th- I think a couple of lines from him, I mean, even Poe, um, had some great lines just kind of thrown in there that were comedic, but they were serious. Right, but you know, this, he could this say guy, some sarcastic comment, and it would have been funny. The, I, I think they did learn to a degree because this guy is the Jar Jar Binks of this episode. <laughs> just Jar Jar Binks was in it. Like if you look at Phantom Menace versus Attack of the Clones, Jar Jar was in it enough in Attack of the Clones where you're like, oh, he's okay. And then they did, mm-hmm. and then they. I started watching Clone Wars. And he's mm. even worse in Clone Wars than he is in the movies. Well, of course, because he's a cartoon, he can do whatever he wants. But I think I think the best the best part is when he comes up in uh, in Return of the Jedi. We so free! Oh my god! <laughs> I... When they brought him back at the very end, when they brought him back in. Well, they I, didn't, I think they didn't it was even just bring him in. It was just his it voice was, it in was the just background. All the Gungans. When they showed like right. one city celebrating that the, the, the empire is demise, it was just Naboo. and it's just his voice in the background, like Misa free, and it's so stupid. <laughs> I I can't believe they they kept adding to it because I so I'll I'll be honest when I first saw these movies, the original trilogy. All the way through, I saw them when they did the special edition. So back in '97. Yeah, that was um, your when first they, when, time seeing them. I've, I've bits and pieces before that, but my first time really getting into. I was nine. I mean, yeah, I was like nine, ten years old. Wow. Yeah, so you're older than me, Chuck. <laughs> Not by so, that much. You yeah. were nine or ten in '97. Yes, I first saw. Uh, I, no, I think oh, yeah, I, I, was, went, I was. Yeah, I went through the whole trilogy with my mom in like '92. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't have anybody. I didn't have like 86, 87, 88. Yeah, so that was <laughs> oh, before no. I was born. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. No, I mean, no, so, I was born. In, okay. So when anyway. when they came out in the theater, my dad and I actually went, and then for the first time ever, I was able to watch all three movies in the theater in that time. Yeah. We watched them in a row. I saw all three. Right. When, right. when they oh, brought them back in '97, I saw all three of them in the theater. Yeah. yeah. So when they did that, that's when they first uh, they um, 
I mean, it was that was all the big changes. That was the original big changes, adding in the dobacks and everything on Tatooine, and we were the so whole young. Cha- and so they naive. got rid of. They Digitally got rid of, the, the, of, of Yub Nub. Was, you know, that was, was removed. We so um, young and so They naive. added that song. Going to see these in three Jabba's movies in the, in, in the theater in 1997. And we thought that this was great. And they actually did well. And then Lucas just lost his mind. And every and then, and then, year there was a new <laughs> version <laughs> that came out. That's why I'm so glad that somebody came out with the despecialized versions oh, on yeah. Blu-ray. It's like, thank yes. you. Thank you. You cleaned it up, but yet you put the original I, in there. I, I like to watch and compare, so I, I, I have a I have a warm place in my heart for both sides of it, just because here's here's where I started, but then I really love original things and seeing like, oh I, you know, here's where it came from. Final I like finding one of your favorite band's old demo tapes. You I know? do like I do like the like when they blew up the Death Star. Like the the effects they gave to that made it better than the original. Oh, of course. Absolutely. I like that. But like when you see when they added in Jabba the Hutt in A New Hope, and you see yeah. you see Han Solo walking over, and you just see him like cut mm-hmm. and pasted, mm-hmm. and like raised up <laughs> over his tail. And you're like, what? even I get bored sometimes. You think I had a choice? <laughs> yeah, no that that was actually kind of cool because they took an, an a deleted scene yeah. and they worked it back in. But then in the Blu-ray, they went ahead and added Boba Fett to that scene, just kind of standing there doing and nothing. It, and on the Blu-ray, they also replaced his voice with Tamora Morrison. Yeah, if you listen to it, yeah, it's they also actually... replaced the original Anakin with. Um, <laughs> oh, don't even get me started with Hayden Sebastian, Christensen, whatever his name was. Yeah, with Hayden Christensen. Yeah, yeah. they did that too. <sighs> they did that yeah. too. There was some mistake. Oh, mistakes were made. <laughs> What's so funny is how many people were so upset about extra rocks put in front of R two D two so he could hide better. <laughs> New hope because it was it was so unnecessary. It was unnecessary, it was but it was completely unnecessary. Like, why? Like, you're going through all the <laughs> trouble to add in rocks. How much money did that cost? You didn't need to do Extra that. Ro- Where did they do that? Oh, when they were out so in the New desert. Hope. When, he- when they're out in the desert and the Tusken Raiders are coming to Blow basically mess with Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. They they had like he's hiding there, but he's pretty much in the open. So they added like an extra couple of like rocks right in front of his face, so you see half of them. And like, okay. Yeah. Anyway. We could go on forever about the the changes. I think they the did, biggest but... tra- tragedy to the to, to to everything that Lucas changed was um. And if you disagree with me, fine. I think the biggest tragedy is just making Han shoot first. Uh... It takes us so much away from his character. The fact that he shoots first in whatever Lucas did. You you no you you mean that Greedo shot first? Well, yeah. Because the reality in is reality, that Han, shot. Han shoots Han first. shot. No, he shot. Yeah, he shot. There was there was no but other I'm, shot. I'm, it was I, just I, Han. I, I understand. I'm mixing my words up because I'm tired, sir. I apologize. Well, I know, but that's the thing is people were arguing forever. Like Han shot first. It's like no, Han Han, Han shot. shot. That's 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 it. There was just no other shot. <laughs> just keep it like that. Like keep that's keep, what people keep aren't his getting. character intact. But no, they had a they had to make him a hero. Well, I mean, they still did it in a way where Greedo was just shooting at the wall to intimidate him, and he's just like, "Well, go ahead and shoot at the wall. I'm just going to shoot you." So he's, I think it's it's still close enough to his character. No, where didn't, he didn't they even actually budge. like CGI him moving to the side to like avoid so. the blast? I don't, I don't think they did that. Maybe they, I don't remember. I, I thought he just sat there, and it was really like cool. Like he didn't didn't even budge. Maybe they did move him. I don't remember that. Hey, you know what? If the Grand Inquisitor was stabbed by a lightsaber in the stomach <laughs> and lived and Reva as we find out gets stabbed in the stomach by a lightsaber lightsaber and lives Han mm-hmm. Solo's still alive sure yeah yeah I whatever so here we are just saying uh, Kenobi gets that message from Bale um, basically um it's just concerned, like, hey, haven't heard from you. Hope you're alive. Um, I'm a bit concerned because I haven't heard from you, so um, I'm just praying that you're not dead. All right, see ya. Like, that's the gist of his conversation. Doesn't really say much. And then, you know, as Obi's there, Tala kind of explains, you know, why she's doing what she's doing. You know, when she was working for the Empire and she was just, you know, going along with it, she had to capture uh, families and Force-sensitive children. And... It was like four different families, and she just that's when she turned around and and you know she's trying to kind of make up for that, 
So every time she saves somebody, she puts another little notch, you know, a little tally on her gun belt, you know, so she can just keep an eye on how, how much better she's doing because she just handed those families and children over to the Empire. Okay, so is so, she dead? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, she's dead. She's, she's very she, dead. She, oh, she's, she's very dead. But you don't see she, her die, though. No, but she was definitely still holding on to the thermal detonator. Yeah. Um, oh, that's I, right. I, don't she, think that's <laughs> why I, I forgot that part. <laughs> yeah, she blew up. That was kind of a big yeah, deal. That was kind of a big deal. We've never seen a thermal detonator actually go off, not to this degree. She blows up. So I was like... Yeah, she she she's gone. There's was, no coming a, back from it, that. It, it looked smaller than the one we see in Return. Unless you know she's got I big forgot, hands. I forgot about that part. I'm thinking she got shot in the stomach. She might. I'm like, she might have Uma Thurman hands. She may have Uma Thurman. Hands. <laughs> That's mean. Isn't that hey, what's that song? I have been I have been I have been ripping apart Uma Thurman's man mitts for the last like year and a half on this podcast. That's mean. <laughs> That's mean. Poor Uma Thurman. <laughs> Well, what's the, remember that that Kim Carn song, Patty Davis Eyes? We should have a song called Uma Thurman Hands. <laughs> <laughs> she got Uma Thurman hands. Uma Thurman I, I think we should. Uma Thurman's <laughs> hands are so oversized, like um, Hillary Swank's mouth. It's just ginormous. <laughs> it's just one of those things where it's like, you know what? If I go, if I went to shake her hand, her hand would like gobble up mine. I wouldn't be able to see it. What is this? You remember is Shallow this, Hell? Is this an episode like, of what are you, Seinfeld banana hands? that I'm listening to right now? <laughs> she had man hands. She has man hands. Look her up. I, I oh the toe. No, I'm just. That's why she broke through the coffin and killed Bill. <laughs> Wiggle your massive toe. <laughs> Wiggle your massive toe. Uh, I think she just, you know, she just cooked too long, you know, when she was in her mom's she belly, and just. Too she... long. <laughs> did you realize? Okay, just to get off a subject. On did most you realize... people, their nose and ears don't stop growing. With Uma Thurman, it's her fingers. <laughs> just her fingers and toes. This is horrible. So, jeez. Uh, oh, have All right, I'm only saying it because it's funny. Rip on with Thurman's hands for like a year and a half. I have I've never heard you do this. You must have been doing all the on the shows that you do with Lee. I've never heard this. No, wow. He, probably. Yeah. He keeps he keeps going, and that's and that's why Tarantino got her in the in the movie because of his foot fetish. Feet, 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 feet. feet and you know feet, how feet, you know how feet, she feet. kills what's his name in Kill Bill, right? When she does the with five her, with yeah. her hands. She can she can manipulate her fingers to do it that no one else could. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Can we please move on? <laughs> From Uma okay. Thurman's hands. <laughs> Batman's nipples. <laughs> imagine imagine if if when Lucas redid Star Wars, he gave Batman or he gave Darth Vader nipples. <laughs> They got burnt off, so they had to put them back on. <laughs> okay, all right. Kenobi talks to Reva through the door. <laughs> and basically, like, he goes over there, like, puts his hand in the door like he's going to use the force to communicate How? with her. But she just starts talking, and it's like, oh, I can hear you. All right, got it. <laughs> yeah, through a foot and a half concrete door. <laughs> I know. Well, and they're talking they were, normally. How did they have this... They, they were using the force. force. Their their voice can can just vibrate through, you know, because it's the force. No, it's it's in all living things. It no unifies us. It binds us. This is a huge you know? no. <laughs> <laughs> it was like they were talking through a cardboard door. Yes, <laughs> like all like all the doors in Star Trek, <laughs> the old cardboard. <laughs> oh geez. Okay, so. Basically, he goes in there. Is like you knew who Vader was. How do you know who he is? Like, it's all coming clear to him. He oh, it out. you know, clearly you were there. You were there, a youngling, a youngling during Order sixty six, and then that's when she breaks down. Now we already knew she was a youngling. We pretty much caught this on, caught onto this. Like we figured this what, out in the first episode. episode. It was like episode one, episode two. We pretty first much knew. Episode, oh, first episode, we yeah. figured this out. Episode yeah, one. so yeah. yeah, it was pretty clear when when they I think episode two is when they really started showing more of her. And that's when I said, OK, what's her motivation? She's not just one here. Like it was getting it's deeper into one, her. So that's why. Two. Yeah. 
Because so, episode one is Phantom Menace. Episode two. Is, <sighs> you're right. Okay. Part so one, part, part one and part two, we watched them the same day too, because they were they were released the same time. So to me, it's one and two kind of combined anyway. Sure. So yeah, the first time we watched anything, we knew what was going on. So she kind of goes in this whole thing. I thought that he was there to help us, you know, and he just came and slaughtered everybody, all my friends. I was too weak to help them. Her story here was actually really um, well delivered yes. and well written. I will say that. Like, of all the things we've heard and seen in this show, this was probably the best. Uh, I would say this is the best written episode uh, part. Yeah. I mean, for, for the most part. For the dialogue, yes. For the dialogue. Um, mo- mostly because it wasn't, I am what you made me, which, again, still sounded like a bad dream. Um, you know, because it was just way too obvious because of his guilt. But, um... As she's going through it, she goes, I hid among the bodies and felt them go cold. I was like, whoa, what, what, like, imagery they just added to the, to her story by just explaining it like that. So this, In the flashback, though, it looks like she actually got hit with a saber. It looks like she got Kinda, stabbed, but yeah. then again, she got stabbed here, too, and also didn't die. So it's like he gave her a stab that wasn't a fatal stab? I, I don't know. I, I was confused about that when they do it again, the other flashback again later on, because they kept doing it. Um, also, I thought when he was going around, his eyes were all crazy when he was when he was executing 66. But then again, he wasn't when he was in that room. Master Skywalker, <laughs> they're all here. What do we do? <laughs> um, but his eyes, I think, were normal at that moment at that point. But I do appreciate how they did it here. Um, so he basically says to her, he's like, you're not serving him. You're hunting him. And that's when she goes off with with the things that we pretty much expected her to go off on and why she doesn't like Kenobi, never mind, you know, Anakin. So we've been going back and forth and thinking that her focus was mostly on Kenobi because she felt betrayed by him for leaving, which is what she basically says. Where were you when, when he was killing my friends? You know, he was your Padawan. Why didn't you stop him? And I, I was like, I always that's a that valid she point. Would have stuck that a lot on a little bit more heavy than she actually did here. Right, like that was but, like, she, like that was that, but that's thing. not her like, focus. It should have been like, and and I'm happy with what we got. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, absolutely. But you know, yeah, I'm glad well, that they did he it this basically. Way. Yeah, it, it was good because she has multiple motivations for why she's doing what she's doing. She's using Kenobi as basically bait so she can get what she wants. So she doesn't like Kenobi because what he allowed to happen, but she really hates Vader because he's the one yeah. who actually did it. So I'm here, like, that all makes sense. I love it. I'm fine with so that. So the question here is, does, has Vader known this all along? Mm, I think I think he has. Yeah. Because if he hasn't, who's stronger with using the Force, her or him? Mm. We oh wow Vader him. definitely him. Like, absolutely there's no, there's yeah. no question I didn't have that well, question I, that- I didn't have my, that question in my head at the end of this thing like when everything like, no. when the resolution of everything that happens here <laughs> I was fully on board oh Vader knew the entire time who she was oh yeah he no, even absolutely. has that he I mean, even he- has that line like you don't think I didn't see you laying there like he knew the entire yeah. time oh yeah absolutely so. Basically, she says to, to Kenobi, I don't need your help. I don't need anyone's help. And then sure you don't. I, I, what was the line she said? I don't have it written, but she's like, oh, you you have no idea what um I've done, you know, what I've been capable of doing alone. Yeah. You know, and then as soon as she says that, she sabers through the door and she comes flying in. The door just opens right up. He just goes ahead and just like tosses her back. Like force full force, big time. That was like, whoa, yeah. okay. Like he's really connecting here. Like he's getting back on track. And then even when I mean, we saw him deflecting. Well, um, we saw the, him the bolts. I mean, and stuff in that, the last episode, it, we yeah. saw him, you know, manipulate thousands of pounds of water and not get right. a drop on him. So well, he, he was manipulated. He, was, he manipulated glass, <laughs> glass, not thousands of pounds yeah. of water. Yeah, he was he was holding the glass from from breaking more. He wasn't he wasn't holding back all the water. It was more just the keeping water the glass where it was as, as good as he could. The direction of the stormtroopers, and there was not a drop on him when he left he, this tunnel, mm, sir. Yeah, no, he I know, cracked I know. the glass all the I way I understand down that, but the when the water finally the... came through, and he's still standing there, the water went <laughs> in the direction of the stormtroopers, and he ran the other way, dry as a bone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bones are dry. Just saying. So, yeah. That happened. Yes, so, I agree, and that was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. But, he, he, but if he's, <clears throat> if, if if Kenobi is able to do that, 
mm-hmm. shoving a hundred and twenty pound woman should not be that difficult. <laughs> right, but but it's it, again, it's just showing that each episode he gets stronger and stronger because he's connecting more and more. Sure, he's even able to like sense things, and I'll say that here, like we saw him deflecting blasts, blaster fire before, but here he's like full on like getting into it, yeah. and he's he's not just going like this and kind of blocking <laughs> things. He's he's like baseball batting them. You know, back, which was awesome. Like he was, he was going all out. And I thought it was fantastic. Um, so while the uh, one thing I thought was cool during, so um, hold on. Oh yeah, tosses her back. The fight begins. One thing I thought was cool was that Roken, or sorry, Ice Chips, um, has a bowcaster. You know, it's nice to see the bowcaster popping up again. That's what oh, Chewie always had. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like that. So he has that. Um, Leia's still trying to fix it. Um, fix the the opening there, and Haja's just bugging her. She's like, "Leave me alone. I'm trying to pay that attention here." Bowcaster was that what you called it? Chewie's yeah. mm-hmm. blaster. Um, I like. I did like when they when they brought them back in in Force Awakens. Yeah, how and big and, and, and how powerful they made that gun. And, and Han really got to well. use it, and he goes, "Oh, this yeah. thing's actually pretty awesome. No wonder you like it." Because um, in the in the original trilogy, you didn't. It was just a regular blaster. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know. So here's where we get the really cool sacrificial scene. So loaders, the loader that's, you know, the loading droid there saves Tala. It's all emotional and everything. And he goes in front and he gets basically killed, but she's bleeding anyway. So, eh, okay. She's well, dead thanks anyways. for your help. He's dead anyway. She's dead anyways. She pulls out the thermal, thermal detonator. May the force be with you. And boom. Awesome scene. You know, is it cliche? Sure. But was it cool? Yes, it was good. We got to see that thing blow up. And it blew up in a spectacular fashion with her Uma Thurman hands. So, um, Vader is up there, is up in the ship, and he just says, tell her to stand down, Kenobi's already ours. And as this goes on, we get a flashback of the two of them, you know, doing their sparring again. And he just goes, admit you are beaten. You know, he's just like, give up, admit that I won. Um... And again, it's paralleling along well, with everything that's happening where, here. I mean, that's is that the flashback where he's hasn't no, pinned it's, down? It's, no, uh, he doesn't have. He lost his saber. Yeah, he's pinned down in the yeah. corner of the room and he lost his saber. That's why he's saying, yeah. "Admit that you're defeated." Yeah, right, right. So that's when, again, Obi's having this, you know, thing, and he's like, "It's over. I'm going back here. You protect these people." He hands Haja all of his stuff: lightsaber, the communication device, and everything. And Ice Chips is like, how are you going to fight without a weapon? He's like, oh, there's other ways to fight. Okay, sounds good. Let's see what, what he's up to here. Um, inform Lord Vader that Kenobi is ours, right? That's basically, ra- he comes out and brings himself out to Reva, And she's like, yep, let's do this. And then they have their little, like, quiet, like, whisper conversation back and forth as they're standing, like, like nobody else is listening. Okay. He's like... Yeah, you're not bringing him to me. I'm bringing him to you. What? You're not bringing me to him. That's what it was. You're not bringing me to him. I'm bringing him to you. It's not over yet. And he says, there's children back there. You're going to let him do it all again. We can end this. And that's where she, like, she's sitting there thinking about it, like, you know, trying to compare and see, like, is this a good option or what? But she goes, what makes you think that he won't see it coming? And he says, because all he'll see is me. And he gets taken away. Now, again, this is all about the flashback, you know, because we see it here again into the flashback. Your weapon's gone. It's over. And well, she kind of nods when... in agreement before that happens. Right. She, she nods right. at him in agreement and mm-hmm. it's pretty much established. Mm-hmm. OK, they're working together now. And then right. they right. he is taken back into in inside their bunker. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Wherever yeah, they're that's... staging this fight. Yep. So they go back to the flashback. Your weapon's gone. It's over. And um, Obi-Wan's like, no, <laughs> your need for victory blinds you. Again, he's blinded because he's so focused on, on, you know, he's not paying attention to the other things that are going on. So Kenobi escapes from the guards. Leia fixes Lola. Um, she removes the tracking control device and the, the sensors are now blue again. Ah, much better. Invader is on the move. Oh, yeah. He shows up and just starts going down. And I, I love that twice... We see Vader come come flying in through a door, just like, and like no mercy, just going at it. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. When he came in and he and he, you know, from that other door, and he had Rava up in the air, fantastic. Um, in that little underwater office, and then here he comes in, and the ship is taking off, and he's just like, nope. 
<laughs> reaches up he, yeah. and he pulls that ship back down. And he, and he does was, it. It was amazing. It was awesome. I it loved it. Crazy. It was And as awesome. soon as it comes down, he goes up and just rips, rips the side, the of, it side off. of it off. Again, just not holding back. He is done. He, he wants this over. And as soon as that happens. What's the twist? Well, the, well, the twist. <laughs> as soon as it goes back, we go back to the flashback. Kenobi steals Anakin's saber. Your need to prove yourself is your undoing. And then as soon as that as soon as that happens, the thing comes down. The other ship takes off. I'm like, ah, oh, they just, they just Obi Wan the, swerved um, them. They just um, the rise of Skywalkered us, you know, where it's just like, nope, there was a, there was a second ship. What? There was a second ship, but it was just it was right there. When I rewatch it again, you can clearly see the other ship is there as he's playing with this one. He was not paying attention to what else was going on. Amazing parallel worked brilliantly. Obi Wan absolutely swerved them. Yep. And I love that Vader doesn't even, like, he doesn't go all Kylo Ren and start bashing things. He just kind of stands there. He does in his own and, way. And reflects. He does. He does he in his reflects. own way. So as he's standing there, Rava comes up from behind him as if he can't sense her and tries to kill him with her saber. Not happening. He force blocks and pushes her around like a rag doll. And this it's is fantastic. This was so cool he to see him fighting with without a... Yeah, it He's was amazing. Completely toying with her, and it was so cool to see somebody just using the force to to just fight as opposed to pulling out a saber. It makes me think. I'm like, why doesn't anybody even have sabers anyway? So she has she, her lightsaber is really cool because it's one of the dual ones. Like there are two right, there are two blades on it, and it breaks. And Vader picks them both up and just tosses one of them to her because he wants to fight, but he doesn't want to fight. He just wants to toy around with her. Mm-hmm. So, like you said before, like he doesn't get all crazy and go Kylo Ren, but he kind of does. Like he he needs to take his aggression out on something, and it's 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 her. So I'm going to toy with you now, and mm, and and leave you, you here for dead. <laughs> if you were looking to take out aggression, you wouldn't toy with something. You would just take it out. Think about it. If you if you're if you're mad at something and you want to if you want to just like rip something apart, you will just rip it apart. You won't sit there and like tap at it a few times and then play a game. You know that that's I can't say I agree with you there. I'd say if he was really mad, he would have just stabbed her right then and there and been done with it, or just like rammed his fist through her chest or something. You know, like that's that would make more sense. I don't think toying would make any sense if he was angry. Kano wins. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yes. I don't know. I think he was toying with her, and I think it was a way for him to take his aggression out on something. Eh. It, it the way he did it in toying with her made it seem like he had the whole thing planned out, and that was just that. I didn't see it as anything else, but either way, um, blah blah blah. Spinning saber slows it down, and then he comes back up. Um, as he's approaching her, you know, after this very short duel, <laughs> once they finally got sabers, it was very quick. It was done in like. 12 seconds he approaches and she flashes back to him approaching back then and they have a parallel to the stabbing so i guess he stabbed her back then and he stabbed her again here sure so did you believe i did not see it youngling okay so like the whole time okay i'm gonna say yeah the whole time yep and he was just using this as a way to get back and all that stuff anyway um as he's saying this, and she's on the ground, and she's bleeding and whatnot, out comes our buddy, the Grand Inquisitor. His lines are just ridiculous. I mean, I wouldn't say that the um, the dialogue is horrible, but it's just his character is just too British Useless. and Britishly annoying to me. <laughs> but he's just, hello, third sister. Revenge does wonders for the will to live, don't you think? Your rage was useful. Now it is tiresome. We're going to leave you in the gutter where you belong. Goodbye, Grand Inquisitor. Takes the pen back or whatever and then just kind of bails. Yeah. Okay. So he's still alive. Now, reason being, um, I think that his um, species actually has two stomachs. So I th- so I think he was only stabbed in one of them. Sure. Yep. That's um. That's the that's the excuse that some people are holding on to. Or like, they that's, realize that's a valid that, point. Oh crap! We killed him off. <laughs> and let's bring he's him actually back. Actually, in the Clone Wars, so we have to bring him back somehow. We didn't actually see him die on screen, so he's okay. 
Yeah, but they could have easily just edited that. It's not like I they, hate this logic. It's not like they make, I, I, I'm so sick of the like logic. If he doesn't die on camera, he didn't die. Because if that, <laughs> if we're gonna follow that, then I mean, whatever Star Wars does in the future, you know, Tyler could show up with a mechanical arm, and we would just have to say, mm-hmm. "Well, she didn't die on camera, so I guess we have to take it." Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We watched yeah, him, but then, die. but then again, we've we, we've seen people actually die. And then be brought back. Remember that whole weird, like, you know, mod scene in, in Boba Maul? Fett? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. A lightsaber cauterizes, so, I mean, it would stop the bleeding. You just get cut up and there's no blood. I think that was, like, that must have been Lucas's way of just, like, saying, hey, we can make this movie of people getting cut up he and cut have it not be gory. I'm sorry. He cut him in half. Yes, he and did. And then he fell down an endless pit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> The, um, You're dead. Yeah. That's no well, creature that Luke killed an empire was a bloodied mess. Well, not yep. killed, but the arm that's, that came off, it was a bloody mess. That is true. That was a bloody mess. So so that's a, that's the, a mistake. The whole cauterizing well, thing, yeah, maybe. Well, Kirshner did that, so, okay. Um. Anyway, back up in the ship, you got Kenobi and all the refugees, and they find out, like, yeah, we're being followed. They're they're following us right now. Oh, that's that's just wonderful. Okay, great. <laughs> and our, hyper, our hyperdrive is down. Yeah, and our hyperdrive is down. Wonderful. Can I talk okay. about how ridiculous that looked? There was a scene earlier in the show where you have Vader, like, at the, at, at, at the helm of his ship, and he's just looking out into space, and they're doing mm-hmm. the hyperdrive thing, and it looks mm-hmm. like they just grabbed stock footage from the 1970s Star Wars movies when they were in hyperdrive and just threw that in here, and it did not look updated at all. It looked, it looked old. So correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember hyperspace ever looking like that until the later movies. I don't remember hyperspace looking like that. That looks like something out of Doctor Who is what it looks like to oh, me. Oh, fine, whatever. It, um, uh, what my, my my point is, it looked old. Oh, okay. It looked old. Like like I would I would be you know I don't know. I thought maybe I thought I'm expecting all we a little bit in, too much. And Star Wars was star lines, not not big vortexes. Until later on, they kept doing it. I'm like, oh, was that always like that? I don't recall it looking like that. I mean, I'll accept it, but whatever. Um, yeah, that was a cool scene. He's kind of standing there and just going through hyperspace. And I, and I start, you know, you start thinking stuff like, oh, is this just normal for people just to kind of stand there while things are happening? I don't know, maybe. So that's that. But then, um. Raven finds the communicator. Um, all she really gets is children, Tatooine, Owen, help the boy. Um, and Kenobi senses something's wrong. And then we get our little image there of Luke sleeping soundly. Go ahead. Go off on I it. I said my piece on it. I'm done. Okay. I, no idea. I mean, I get it because we have to get it. But we'll see what they end up doing. I mean, we're one away now, so. Yeah. That is that. One more episode. So I wonder. Overall, I wonder if they're gonna see uh, Qui Gon at all by the end of next episode. I'm still I, holding I really think out. We are. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I, I'll say this: if they don't do it, it's a missed opportunity because it's such a slam dunk. It is. It's such a slam dunk for them to do something. It would. Ma- it would make no sense for them not to bring him in for 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 a cameo here. Like I don't know. I mean, at this point, I mean, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm still on that. They're not yep. going to do it. If they if they do bring him <clears throat> in, they'll come in as the as a voice, but not as him. Uh, I think that's a huge missed opportunity, and I don't, yeah. I don't know why they would do that. I don't see why they can't just have him pop up. Because he's a huge actor now. He's probably going to cost him a fortune to bring him in for one cameo. Really. Really? He's He was in a million ways to die in the West. I'm pretty sure this is not below him. Yeah, this isn't below him. He's been running no. around for ten years going, Where's my family? That's all he's been yeah. doing for ten years. They've been taken. So I, I don't know if you could say he's a huge actor. Mm. Pedro Pascal's arguably a bigger actor than he is current day. At this point. At this point, at this he's point, he's yeah, more popular way, because yeah. of it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But oh well. Yeah. So I, I'm going to have to say um, I really enjoyed um, I really enjoyed the episode where I don't even know which one it is anymore. It was the last episode. The one 
the one that had the bad dialogue at the end. I still think that that was a great episode where he's where he's on the um when they're on the transport um that was the, going the speeder that was thing. Episode two. No, 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 no. That was the bad dialogue. Uh, I am what you made me. It wasn't that, that was one. Three. That was two. I think that it was, was three. No, I think that it was, was three. That was our second podcast. It was yeah. Episode, it was yeah, because we did. Though. What happened yeah, at the end of episode two. two? Then he gets onto the transport and takes off with with Leia. Yeah. And everything yeah. that happened before that, he had the whole. No, that's where he goes yeah. to the city. And yeah, he's three, being... three is the episode I'm thinking okay, about. Okay, okay, you're right. It's yeah. three. Yeah, so three. That episode was fantastic. I really, I really enjoyed that that um checkpoint scene. It was fantastic the way they did it, the way that he just like went off with the gun. I don't know what it is about it, but seeing Obi Wan Kenobi just taking people out with a gun was awesome to see. Like when he, when he took out you that ripped pro that droid. episode apart in the. In our podcast, but I loved that part. That part was amazing, and that made me go. This show is is really awesome. Like just that one scene, um, that and you know everything else, and and Vader going through the streets, ruthless. You know, definitely really awesome. This episode, I would have to say, is probably my favorite episode of all of them. Wow. Um, just uh, for not not. I'm not saying it doesn't have its flaws. I'm saying. Overall, it averaged better than the other ones. I think the writing was better. I think the pacing was good. Um, the the reveal was good because I was a little surprised at the way that she responded. But this whole Vader and Kenobi are kind of the enemy, but Vader's the main enemy. Yeah, Kenobi's just kind of disposable there. Like I and in the parallel, you know, back Keep and forth between the flashbacks. Enemies closer. Yeah, I I think that this. I say I would say that on average, like everything in this show averaged higher than the others on this on this part yeah so, so far out of all my disney plus shows especially the star wars ones this is one mm, of my tops yeah i like i like <clears throat> this each episode has its flaws but as a whole i really really enjoy this tv this up this series it's really really good mm, so do i this oh, if we're talking about series, I, I, i'd say is, is ridiculous but i'd have to say boba fett and moon knight take the cake for me <laughs> Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. To each his own. So I'm now looking for a new best friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that does it for today. Um, looking forward to seeing the finale of this. Um, I'm going to say season because I, I thought that somebody did say there's going to be a season two. And if that's the case, that's going to open things up for potential Darth Maul, um, which would be a great story to kind of tie things in anyway. Yeah. I um, am looking but... forward to next week saying, told you so. Mm -hmm. Of course you are. And so am I. All right. So am I. We done? Well, thanks, everybody. Yeah, we're, 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 good. All right. we're good. All right, guys. Have a great one. See you later. Have a good one, people.